Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. This week, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Instead of me talking, I'm going to use an audio clip of a training I did back in January when I did my Plan With Me free challenge. I did a free training in our pop-up Facebook group all about mixed groups and tackling them with ease and confidence and my top best strategies for planning for them and feeling confident going into those sessions. So instead of me repeating everything I said, why don't we just listen to that audio clip? Let's get to it. No more stressing out over mixed groups. Hi, it is me, Hallie Sherman, here to help you get some tips and tricks on how you can plan for mixed groups with ease and confidence without stressing yourself out. So it showcases all about how you can plan for mixed groups. Okay, so tip number one. My first tip to help you plan for mixed groups is to not overthink it. There is no wrong answer. There are many ways to tackle mixed groups, such as You can do centers. You can do each student doing their own thing and having basically five different lessons in one session. You can use a book or an activity and just change your questioning for each individual student. My best advice for you to not overthink it, try different things out, see what works best for you and your students and what you find is easiest and most effective. I find the best way to tackle my next tip and the best way to tackle also a mixed group is good behavior management. You need to set the routine with your students that, okay, you guys all might be here for different reasons. I might be asking you different things, and that is okay. And constantly be reminding your students of that. It's not something that you can say in August or September. 
And now in January, you expect them to still remember it, even though you've been doing it once or twice, three times a week since then. Whereas every day when they come in, okay, guys, we're going to be talking about X, Y, and Z today. Remember, like as part of your introduction, like what we talked about in the Plan With Me Challenge, introducing the concept to your students, getting their buy-in. At that point, you can also just quickly remind them of, hey, I might be asking you guys different questions, and that is okay because we're all here for different reasons. We all need different help and support. And I'm going to give you the question and strategy that you need to be successful for what you are working on. Okay. So tip number one, not overthink it. Try different things out and see what works best for you. Tip number two is to build the routine and expectation with your students. Use that introduction constantly to be reminding them of what is expected of them. And that's okay that everyone's going to be getting different questions and just constantly be reinforcing that, that just don't say it once and be done with it, okay? If you are doing like, I'm going to take time for you and you're going to have alone time, you need to constantly be reminding your students what they're expected to be doing while someone else is going. I I find I'm always reminding my students, hey, while I'm helping student X over here, you know, it might take them longer. They might be having some trouble. There should be no giggling. There should be, you know, can tell them explicitly what to do and what is expected of them, that behavior of them. We can't assume that they know how to wait patiently or how to give another student the time to work with you, okay? Tip number three. Remember from, I think it was day one or two of the challenge, I think it was day one when we're thinking of our objectives. Try to think when you're breaking down each student's objectives, are there any commonality in them? Remember, we're trying to have that tie-in to the curriculum, right? So by doing, maybe you're working on main idea or some comprehension tasks. Might have some students with fluency, pragmatic, you know, articulation goals. They still need to be expected to do academic tasks in the classroom. So you can easily have them participate in some of those language tasks. They could be language models. But then when it's their turn to answer a question or participate, they should be utilizing whatever strategy they're working on. Okay? So... Don't overthink that you can't incorporate some of your fluency articulation type students in some of these activities because, again, they're in school, right? We expect them to be needing to do, they need to be able to participate in class, answer questions, and work on whatever strategies they're working on for their articulation, fluency, pragmatics, et cetera, okay? So I want to share with you some simple ideas that you can easily utilize tomorrow to work with mixed groups. I love using Edpuzzle here because I can easily embed different types of questions in the different students in my group. It puzzles it. It takes the thing. I could think about it once. I can set it and forget it. And I can use this over and over now. So I have this on Edpuzzle. I took a Simon's Cat video, like a three-minute video. And at different points in the video, I pause it and ask an inference in question, a context question, and a prompt for my R student. So if I have three those three students in my group, I can take a video like this when it pauses, they can each get their own task and, and they know, hey, when it's a different student question, that's for you, you know, student A. When it's a vocabulary question, it's for you. And, and remember, we're introducing our strategy. So when we're inferencing, what are we going to do? Oh, we need to think, you know, look at our clues, think about what we know and make a smart guess. If we're using context clues, what's the whole story about? Are there any words around it that might help us? If we get the gist. Can we think of another word that might mean the same thing? And for our, our student, remember tongue back or blur, whatever you are, whatever strategy you're using, 
for targeting that tricky R. Okay. So using Edpuzzle is just one way that you can, and you can do a similar concept with this with any sort of storybook article, what have you. You can easily take a piece of paper, fold it in, however many students are in that group and make a cheat sheet. If you don't want to use Edpuzzle, you didn't have the chance to set it, forget it. You can take an article like from News ELA, readworks.org, take a storybook and have a cheat sheet ready to go with your different types of questioning. When you get to the various points, you know exactly which student you're going to, which column you're going to look at for which student. And there you go. Okay. So again, either Edpuzzle, embed those different prompts in there or use, utilize a cheat sheet. Here's another example. This is actually in my Teachers Pay Teacher Store, but all SLP Elevate members that access to this this month is my Roll and Tell articulation resource. So again, it's designed for articulation. You could also use it to work on any expression, sentence structure, narratives, all that fun stuff. Um, even comprehension questions, answering WH questions. You can honestly use this for any possible goal. And for each articulation sound, there's different prompts. Students can roll and select, you know, how to create their story and put it together. And they can work on sentence structure and then paragraph structure, working on storytelling and the written expression. So this is just one example how you can take this as something for articulation. But you can also work on any other possible goal at the same exact time. And again, this resource is it was given to all members of SP Elevate for January. I also have in SLP Elevate, I also have my cheat, my YouTube cheat sheets resource in my teacher's teach short, but all SLP Elevate members got this cheat sheet for the history of YouTube video that is on YouTube. <laughs> and they could easily embed some of these prompts into an ed puzzle if they want to, or just pause at various points while watching the video and asking the different types of questions, whatever their students are working on. Okay. So again, it's just thinking taking one activity and using it with as many groups as possible. That's how I tackle mixed groups. Again, you could do centers, you could do task cards and every student gets a task card and as a different type of activity. There are, again, no wrong answers. It's just trying different things and seeing what works best. You can utilize the freebie of the snowboarding freebie, and which obviously is one article. It has several different follow-up activities. Again, each student can get their own follow-up activity and this way they can each work on their individual goal while focusing the lesson around the one article. Okay. That's why I, I gave you that as a freebie. And that's something what every single month members of SLP Elevate get four articles just like that with the follow up activities. This way they have four opportunities to just print and go and just take an article and run with it. But again, they also got access to this roll and tell activity, this uh, YouTube cheat sheet and so much more they got pragmatic activities. But again, you can see just because something that they find on teacher pay teachers or within SLBLV, say it was created for main idea, you can easily just take that and ask a different type of question. So again, if say you're on bamboozle and you found a context clues activity, you might have a student that's not working on context clues. They can still benefit from that practice, but you can ask them a main idea question or when one, you can ask them ever they are working on. There's tons of would you rather games on there. So you can easily work on articulation, sentence structure, the social skills, well, with some various game that you might find. Okay. Again, I am here to help you plan with ease and confidence and plan in minutes so that you can spend more time doing things for you. We have so many other tasks of our job that we don't have the time to be spending hours planning our sessions. And I know our biggest challenge is our mixed groups because it's not so easy to just 
grab something and go when you're constantly thinking about all the different levels and the needs of the students in your group. But just to review again, don't overthink it. To pick something and try it. You can always try something new the next time. Your students don't know if it doesn't go as planned. Number two, setting the stage and building the routine and expectations for your students. So they know what is expected of them when there are students of different levels or needs in the group. Three, just take one activity and use it with as many as possible. And again, you can use Edpuzzle. You can use an article or a book, create cheat sheets. But again, taking one activity and using it with as many groups as possible will save you time, energy, and again, allow you to have more fun. So if you don't forget, if you haven't signed up yet, if you sign up between now and Thursday, we've extended it to Thursday for SLP Elevate, you get four free. Not only do you get the re- activities like this one and the resources all about YouTube, you get access to four previous months themes. So you get access to the video game theme, anime, sneakers, and cookies automatically. It just is added to your library of resources. SLP Elevate between now and Thursday, and you'll be granted access to four previous months. It's a $100 value. And on top of that, you get access to a digital data tool. You get access to direct line to me where I answer some questions if you ever have, if you're ever in a pinch. You get access to a baseline tool, a caseload tracker, and so much more. So I hope to see you inside SLP Elevate and hope you found this free training helpful on mixed groups. Let me know in the comments what you think. Also put hashtag replay or live if you're joining me live. Say hi, say I'm watching you live. And I want to hear in the uh, see in the comments your biggest takeaway from this free training. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.